This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Buckets. My guest today is a fellow basketball podcaster, but don't let that fool you. He's actually very cool. Please welcome to Buckets, Carl Tart. You're getting bucket buckets. That's it. Is that me saying that? <laughs> Do you know who it is? No. It is John Wall oh. talking about Bradley Beal. Oh. When he went down with an injury yeah. and Bradley Beal took off. Yeah. He said, because he basically crashed a post-game interview, and he said, I've never seen you play this well. You're getting bucket buckets. Yeah. Which is a great, <laughs> great slogan. Great tagline. Yeah. He should, you're wearing a board man gets paid shirt. I am. He should, you get in bucket buckets. He should like trademark that. Yeah. Well, you know, okay. So the, so the double, the double word thing is popular right now. Yeah. Another co-opted <laughs> thing from Twitter. Okay. So uh, what's an example of that? It's like, oh, like, uh, oh, you mad, mad. Uh, like, oh, oh, yeah. Like something like that or. You know what you else know? I've seen new? What? Tell me how new the Earl this is. Again, as my cool guidance counselor. Mm-hmm. Say less. That's been a thing that's for a, a thing? while, but that's that's regional. Yeah, I feel like it, I mean a lot of stuff that was regional has now become homogenous with the whole country. Yeah, and say like, less means basically like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> can do. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, say less. Say less. Like uh, somebody be like, "Yo, man, I need you to, I need you to make a drop yeah. at twelve a.m." Yeah. Say less. Oh, like, I got it. Yeah, I, I got, got you. It. Yeah, <laughs> will do. Uh, you are the coolest Clipper fan I know. Is really? Is that safe to say? Uh, me? You know Billy Crystal? Yeah. <laughs> Billy Crystal, cool name. Not necessarily a cool guy. Will, I call him William. Uh, <laughs> William J. Crystal. Guillaume. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you grew up a Clippers fan, not yeah. a Lakers fan. Yeah. I want to get into that, but beforehand, I wanted to warm up and sort of show the audience... Uh, or let, I guess display your Clipper level of fandom. Okay. So I said, why don't we pick up the Clippers in 2006? They beat, uh, they won a playoff series. Do you remember that in 2006? They, yeah. Do you remember who they beat? Uh, they ended up losing in the second round to the Suns in seven. I was going to say the Suns. Yeah. They beat in that first round, was it the Mavericks? It was Denver. Denver. They took down Melo in five. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what I'm looking for here is a warm-up, just to get us into the zone. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking for the top-scoring players either on the Clippers or in that whole series. So um, it's Clippers, <laughs> Clippers-Nuggets 2006 playoffs. Okay. On Clippers win in five games. I'm going to say Chauncey Billups. Billups was not there yet. Not there yet. Yeah. This is going? pre-Billups. This is the Sam well, Cassell. Sam Cassell was yep. on Catino yep. Mobley. That's right. So Catino is third. He had uh, 80 points in that series. Cassell is fourth with 73. Corey Maggette. Corey Maggette was second with yeah. 85 points. Well, Sean Livingston. Sean Livingston, yes, was sixth with 38 points in that series. And number one, I'm assuming, was Mello? Uh, number one was Mello. Number one for the Clippers, do you know? Number one for the Clippers He was, also led them in rebounding. Is it Karan Butler? <laughs> Good guess, but no. Butler had left, I think. Okay. Um... Think power forward. Elton Brand? That's right. Elton yeah. Brand, number one. Maggetti, number two. Mobley, three. Cassell, four. Livingston, you got uh, sixth. Mm-hmm. Kamen was fifth. Kamen. Chris Kamen. Kamen was a bucket bucket. Kamen was a bucket. He was getting bucket bucket. <laughs> he he replaced Michael Ola with Candy. That's right. The Candy Man. Yeah. So you're nine years old when you moved to L.A.? Yeah. And you have- I'm eight d- years old when I moved here. Okay. Nine when I first- Go to a Clipper game. So what year is that? It's 98. 98, and okay. it was the year they started off 0-17. <laughs> That's right. So you have the decision as a nine-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. I'm a basketball fan. 
I'm going with either Kobe and Shaq, who are like pounding on the door, Western yeah. Conference Finals. Love Shaq. Love Shaq. You yeah. already love Shaq. Yeah. You moved from where? Mississippi. Okay, from Mississippi to LA. Mm-hmm. And you're like, or do I start rooting for the 0 17 LA Clippers? You know Who's what? On that, wa- team? Uh, that year, that was like Keith Kloss, <laughs> Eric Piatowski. <laughs> Yes. Uh, so as some a, other guys as that a, I don't remember. As a nine-year-old, why are you choosing Keith Kloss and Eric Pietkowski over Kobe and Shaq? First of all, I, Keith I don't Kloss understand was super that. tall. Yep, super so tall. So that was he was like seven three. He was like the tallest. A lot of freckles. Yeah, a lot of freckles. Afro. He had the afro. He looked like Jared Allen. How Jared <laughs> Allen looks now? <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't choose it because of the players, really. I Obviously chose, not. There, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe a, versus Eric Pietkowski. Yeah, there was there was a couple reasons that I chose it. One was. I'm a Saints fan by birth. Okay. And in my lifetime, the Saints, up until like the past 10 years or so, ha- had only had like one winning season. The Saints were the Clippers of the NFL in the 90s. Basically, yes. Bags over the head. Yes. Mike the, Ditka, Ricky Williams. Yes. All that stuff Sad was going times. on. But we were diehard Saints fans. Me, my dad, my grandma. Like, it, it was like what we So I always got this root for the underdog thing. Yeah. And even during when I first kind of watched basketball and we would be watching like the Jordan Bulls and stuff like that in the, the mid 90s, I wasn't really into it, but I would always be rooting for the other team. The Knicks. Yeah, the Knicks, the Indiana Pacers, <laughs> whoever it was. Because I wanted to see, or I definitely rooting for the Sonics because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Sean Kemp was so cool. Mm. But where's he from? He's from like. I know he went to like junior college in like Kansas or something. Yeah, he never went to college, right? He, no, he he came because he was he was gonna come out of high school, I think, mm-hmm. and then he ended up doing like a year like a junior college because he was a McDonald's All American and everything. Oh, I see. But um, I don't know where he's from originally. But I was like, I like I liked I always rooted for the underdog. So I okay. was like, okay, Jordan is <laughs> the best player on the planet. Like, I'm gonna root for the other people. It is. The, hopefully, it's the opposite of what most kids did. Yeah, which is like Jordan's the best. He's my guy. I yeah. want to root for a winner. Yeah, and I I, I can't sit here. I, I used to get the Chicago Bulls logo or Jordan symbol cut in my hair. Okay. Not because I wanted to, <laughs> because my mom thought it was cute. <laughs> Got it. And, she, and it was just like the cool thing to do back then to get like, you know. They were a cool Orlando team. Magic cutting your hair. You yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah. And or Shaq or yeah. something like that. And I, I came here. My mom was dating this guy. Mm-hmm. He was a L.A. native. Okay. And... I, he wasn't my daddy. And I was just like, I don't. Fuck this guy. Yeah. I was like, I don't, whatever you doing. And we were watching those Laker teams from like that 98 year with like Travis Knight and Sean Rooks and <laughs> Eldon Campbell and all those guys. And we would watch those games on KKL9. I still remember like Stu and Chick. Yeah, Chick like, is the on man. KKL9, yeah. watching those games. Those games were like tape delayed. Yeah. They used to start like the 4 p.m. games at 6.30 and hope that nobody had the internet yet. They couldn't spoil the game. Oh, wow. Yeah, they used to tape delay them and air them later so that people could watch them. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That is like a thing in my childhood, though. It's like Laker basketball on KCAL 9. <laughs> That's right. Like, I, I, they didn't even play them, those games on KCAL 9 anymore. The away games were KCAL 9. Uh, yeah. And the home games were prime sports, prime ticket. Yeah. And then they merged into the Spectrum Sports Net. Gotcha. Now. Yeah, I, so I, I just wanted to go against everything that he was doing. Okay. And I was just like, oh. The underdog team is this other team in the city. Yep. The Clippers. They play at this other arena. Did you know or care about Donald Sterling or why they did were Did not so know who that man was. Nine years old. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. I did Don't not know about ownership. Did not know about ownership. Did not know about that stuff. I didn't I didn't really learn about who Donald Sterling was until the stuff went down. Yeah. In like twenty fourteen. That's right. And I mean, maybe I was a little old, I was twenty five. But like I, I did not really know To what extent? 
to what extent he was, yeah, how he had ran the team to the ground. Because I that was when I kind of learned how ownership can screw up a franchise. Yeah, now we know like too much about it. Yes, people know about GMs and owners more than players. Hey, absolutely, we know everything. Yeah, and but back then I, I didn't know what that was. I just remember I was in the Big Brothers Big Sister program when I came here. Cool. And and uh, they would give tickets, and so if you like shot five free throws in a row, we would play like knockout, mm-hmm. and, like a bunch of kids at the park at uh, Jesse Owens Park, and we would, we would, like, play uh, knockout, New York knockout or whatever, and, like, whoever won those games, whoever could shoot the best three or whatever would win tickets to games. Clipper so games. the first sporting, first sporting event I ever went to was a Kings game. L.A. Kings. L.A. Kings <laughs> at the Forum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't give a shit about hockey. <laughs> but it was fun. It was crazy to be there. It was crazy. It was crazy atmosphere. Yeah. And then the second first basketball game ever I went to was uh, Clippers, I want to say – Mavericks or Timberwolves, yeah. and they won. I think it was the Mavericks because, like, the Mavericks were like one and eighteen at the time, yes. and the Clippers were zero and seventeen yes. or something. Yeah, and that was the first game they won, and I was like, I'm a fan of this team. Wow, I like this team. We got T-shirts. Ow. It the, was the Saints are also one and fifteen. This is perfect. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Great. I was like, I understand this culture. It's funny because uh, now they're both blowing up. They're both great. So they're like, both great. You you chose you bought low with both of those squads. exactly, and that's what I love about doing that. Now I did like. Like, a couple years after that, like, seventh grade or so, I went to my first Dodger game. Yeah. And I became a Dodger fan. Interesting. And Dodgers, Clippers, yeah. Saints. Dodgers, Clippers, Saints are my squad. Interesting. With a sprinkle of Atlanta Braves. Uh-huh. Because coming from the <laughs> South, you watch TBS. That's right. Superstation. Yeah, TBS Superstation. And a sprinkle of New Orleans Pelican. I was already living here when the Hornets moved to New Orleans. That's right. And so I was just like, oh, New Orleans got a basketball team. I'm going to support them, too. So that your second favorite team, would you say? Yes. Got it. Because also at that time, the Clippers were really bad. Remember the Superstation always started stuff five minutes after? Yes. What was with that? 905. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't just Braves games. It was like Seinfeld reruns. Yeah. Like 1035. 905 Eastern, 805 Pacific. It uh, seemed like yeah. it put them at Central. a real disadvantage when yeah. every other show started on the dot. And they're like, now nah, let's push it five minutes. Nah, Ted Turner was just late to everything. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm running a little bit behind. <laughs> let's, let's actually run the entire studio at 1035 and 1005. <laughs> Uh, so you're a Clipper fan uh, starting in 98, 99. Mm-hmm. So how do you uh, – what are your thoughts on all the, the newer Clipper fans, bandwagon-ish? Not really bandwagon because it's been like five, six, seven years of L.A. transplants uh, deciding to root for the Clippers over the Lakers for the last, let's say, seven years when Lob City started. You know what? I am not indifferent on it. Okay. It makes me feel queasy sometimes. I'll – Hear people talk about it. Because it's the opposite of what you did. They're rooting. F- they came to L.A. in like mm-hmm. between 2012 and 2015 when yeah. the Lakers were bad and the Clippers were good. Yes. But now they're choosing the front runner, the Clipper team, which yes. is the historical underdog. So I, are there any conflicting emotions there? I give people a pass. I, I think sometimes I'll get into conversations with people. We're in this group chat. You know how sometimes payment and those guys can get. When it's like shout out to the group chat, shout out to the group chat, uh, to the basket chat. We sometimes he'll say something. I'm like, all right, that's a little new fanish. Come on, Pepe. Pay. Uh, but you can't but, get mad because they're rooting for the same team you are. Yeah, it's this weird feeling I have. I was describing it. Yeah, this is real problematic. What I'm about to say. I love it. <laughs> this is what I'm going to pull out and post online. Yeah, it's like this weird. It's it's, it's going to make you uncomfortable too. I can't uh, wait. It's this weird feeling that I feel like. Uh, Old black people mm-hmm. who went through like very hard times <laughs> right. in the South in like the 30s and 40s and 50s <laughs> uh-huh. felt about new black people in the 70s. <laughs> and it was like, oh, no, 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 
Take it easy now. You're getting a little loud, okay? And oh, they're like, shit. fuck, we don't give a shit. We don't give a shit about what they got to say about us. Like, I don't give a shit about the Lakers. That's right. I don't care about the Lakers. Fuck the Lakers. And I'm like, wait a second now. Come on, this is still their city. Because you have it hard baked into you. Like, yes. The, t- the early 2000s. I've been beaten up, man. I've been beaten up by Laker fans all these years. I, I mean, being a fifth grader and then going into middle school. But see, I went into middle school at a weird time because I went to middle school in year 2000. And that was when we had Lamar Odom and Quinn Richardson and, and uh, Darius, Miles. Darius Miles and these guys. Knuckleheads. Yeah. And that team was so fun, everybody liked them. Interesting. So they, they had a bad record. I think they only won like 31 games yeah. one of those years. But they were hip-hop's team because mm-hmm. that also was the big jersey era. And That's so, like the wearing the jersey backwards. Yes. That baggy was, shorts. Yeah, that was that era, wearing headbands. Yeah. Wearing, like <laughs> basketball players being in your videos. Like pulling up with like Escalades with TVs in the back seats. <laughs> but did they have like cool fans? They still didn't have like, I feel like I see Snoop Dogg and the hip hop community still rallies around, around the Lakers. Lakers. Yeah, because they're LA natives and stuff like that. I, they didn't, I think just like every year when it gets popular, especially when the Lakers were bad. Yeah. So like Tiger had a song like Courtside at Eclipse Game. <laughs> right. And it's just like, oh, the, that team is cool now. That's but at right. that time, New York hip hop was cool and New York. Like East Coast hip hop kind of embraced the Clippers team. Interesting. Like if you watch the like some of those Cameron Dipset videos from back in those days, <laughs> uh-huh. they have on Clippers jerseys and Clippers like Dame Dash in the Oh Boy video. I feel like or one of those one of those videos. Hey Ma, maybe they have on. He has on a Clipper jersey and a Clipper hat. Wow. And I'm like, oh, this was that time where this team was popular. I think I asked you this in the basket chat. Who's the coolest Clipper fan? The coolest Clipper fan. <laughs> Uh, I think it's that that rapper who made that song for us this past year. <laughs> Do you remember his name? No, Skiz. I don't know. I forgot. But it's a cool song. It's a good song. Uh, These things take time. Maybe yeah, maybe it, the coolest Clipper fan's nine years old right now. Moving yes. from Mississippi. And I think I'm, I'm telling you, Amir. I think with the outreach that they are doing right now, they're I playing think, the long game. Yes, I think right now the fan base in LA is probably. 85-15 Lakers. That's about, that's about accurate. That's yeah. what I would guesstimate as well. I think in the year 2030, it'll be closer to 60-40. 2030, so that's in 11 years. Yes. We should do another podcast in 11 years, see how, see how right you were. Yeah. But it's true. Like When I grew up in L.A., there was, it was UCLA, USC was the great divide. Mm-hmm. There were no Clipper fans. There were no, are you a Laker fan or a Clipper fan? There were no Clipper fans. Yeah. I didn't know literally one in, in elementary school. Yeah. Because, again, like, the team was historically awful. Yeah. And the Lakers were historically great. The ownership was bad, and then the ownership for the Lakers were great. Yeah. All the things that have switched in the last seven years were, like, completely the opposite when we were growing up. Yeah. But now you hear about the Kawhi, the backpacks, the courts. They're indoctrinating these kids early, and the Lakers are, like, sitting on their laurels. They're like, we're, we'll rest. We, yeah. We're mm-hmm. the Lakers. We're we don't the need to do yeah, anything. Yeah, exactly. Put a Clipper sticker on a backboard. What, what does it matter to us? If they don't be careful, they're going to become the Knicks. <laughs> I'm telling you. LeBron James, as much as I, I, you, you, we talk about this, I think Laker fans do not give LeBron James enough respect. That's right. They never have because for some reason, even though they never met in the finals, they never met, like, there's this – Big divide that people think if they like Kobe, they can't like LeBron. That's right. And I'm like, Kobe's gone. Yeah. Like, let him rest. <laughs> but LeBron James coming to the Lakers, 
saved that organization, gave it another 10 years. Yeah, that's what they're saying. They're like, the Lakers basically fell backwards into, because not only did LeBron decide to come, not because of the ownership, just because of the Lakers yeah. were such a star-studded organization that he wanted to, yeah. you know, retire with maybe. But he brought single-handedly Anthony Davis over. Yeah. Like, Ooh. he dragged him to the Lakers. And with KD said something very important the other day when he was talking to somebody about just like the Knicks are just not cool anymore. That's right. I want to go to Brooklyn. I That's wanted right. to make that a thing. Yeah. This ain't like this whole traditional thing of these these players wanting to play for these like just cuz of the name thing. Like it's it's over. And I think LeBron James is probably going to be the last person to do that. Yeah, why did the Lakers survive that more than the Knicks? I guess the Lakers were slightly better than the Knicks. Yes, the Lakers have had a better past 20 years. years yeah 30 years like yeah but the last six years the the knicks and the lakers are literally the two worst teams mm-hmm. so <laughs> and we're I, very lucky that lebron didn't care about that yeah he didn't care he just wanted to be out because i'm like if he had to come to the clippers that i mean not it would it would have taken some time <laughs> but i think that would have started to really make the lakers organization go the way of the knicks that's right for sure uh was that in play lebron of the clippers were clipper fans talking about that yeah yeah, just Clip, in the Clip, same way the Kawhi thing. Clipper Darrow had a T-shirt. <laughs> uh, he wore it to the Drew League. Mm-hmm. There was photoshopped, great photoshopped pictures <laughs> of LeBron James in cool Clippers uniforms. It, they were on the radar. It was like LeBron James destinations, Clippers, Lakers, 76ers. So what are your, uh, what are your thoughts on the Lakers? Are you a Laker hater? No. I'm a Laker fan hater. I'm, oh. not a Laker, I'm not a Laker hater. <laughs> are I most have, Clipper fans Laker haters? No. So they're Lakers. Those new ones are. The new ones. Yeah. <laughs> the transplants. The, the transplants hate the Lakers in a way that I told you. Sometimes <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable. And then I go, wait, no, it's fine. You can hate them. That's fine. But I think the hate yeah. is is overwhelmingly on the side of Laker fans hating the Clippers for some And it's like a vitriol to where like you see celebrities when you when you bring up the name, they just go, oh, it's like, why? Yeah. Y'all don't hate y'all. Our Dodger fans too. Y'all don't hate the Angels like that. That's <laughs> true. They don't. You don't hate the the Ducks like that. The L.A. Rams. Yeah. The Raider the, fans. Ra- the up. Rams and Chargers don't hate each other like that. <laughs> no. Why is this? Why is this vitriol coming from the like the Laker fans to the Clipper fans? Why do you think that is? I I think it's because we're good now <laughs> and we're threatened. Yeah. Laker I mean, fans I, th- are threatened. I, I think I think it is. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think people are feeling. That the time is coming to a close. Yeah, you know what it is for me. It's like it's the same thing where you talk about the fans. Where I'm like, the, you Clipper fans all moved to L. A. in the last four years, and now you're talking about how you run this city. It's like you don't. Who run has city. said that? Well, and and see, <laughs> again, when I L. A. Our say way, that, we but, over me. But that's our way. City views over interviews. City views over interviews, baby. <laughs> We, I want to be up at the top on the helipad of Griffith Park, where y'all are on Entertainment Tonight with uh, Kevin Frazier. With, yeah, with with John Tesh. I want to be sitting on top of Griffith Park in the helipad, having a nice sandwich from Little Dom. But, but there is some truth to that. Where you said maybe the new fans act like that. The new fans do act like that. The new fans are are, are carrying over the same type of. I think it's a a reaction to an action. Yeah, but. They are carrying over the same vitriol to the Lakers, and I don't always want to get froggy because anything could happen. That's right. I mean, these are all two-year deals we're working with. Yeah. And so I like, I always just – that's why I keep tweeting every, after every game, like one game at a time. <laughs> People were so happy we lost to Phoenix. 
<laughs> so and happy. That was the first time. Oh, that, the haters. Yeah, the happy. haters were so happy we lost to Phoenix. I saw when when Laker fans became <laughs> Warrior fans <laughs> during their run. I was like, you guys suck. Is that true? Did, did that really happen, or is that absolutely? Just like, where where do you where did that public perception come from Twitter. that the Laker fans became Warrior fans? Twitter. What I saw. Well, I go off of my friends that I grew up with who are diehard Laker fans. Who when we were when Clippers were in those series with the Warriors, mm-hmm. instead of rooting for your city, you're going, man, I hope the Warriors smash on them Clippers. That's right. And it's like, why? <laughs> why are you rooting for them? As long as they're good, you're not gonna win anything. That's right. I'll tell you what my rationale was that uh, was there. The Warriors never offended me when the Lakers were good. They were actually the, one of the worst teams when the Lakers were good. Yeah. So the Lakers developed rivalries with Sacramento, with Portland, with. Seattle with San Antonio with Houston, uh, all these teams, and then the Warriors were always, you know, basically what the Clippers were. Historically. Yeah, down Clipper way. Now the Lakers start to get bad, and all of our rivals are like, "This is great. The Lakers suck, so the Spurs are trying to win, and the Blazers are trying to win." I'm like, "I don't want the Spurs or the Blazers or the Kings to win. Yeah. The Warriors are coming up and vanquishing everybody." I'm like, "This is great. The Warriors are doing our dirty work. Now that we're bad, they're great." I... So I'm rooting for. The Warriors over our traditional um, rivalries. I understand that. Yeah. I will tell you this. I think one way we can bond is other fans, other teams' fans in this city. I mean, in in in, in America, I guess. Like, yeah. They get really froggy against the Clippers, too, sometimes. Like, I get we don't have any championships, but Portland – Y'all barely got a championship. <laughs> oh, they're, like, that, that's all we're like. That's before these get, fans were even born. Portland fans talk so much shit. For 1977. Exactly. It's like they're, they're borderline Knicks fans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm like, okay, maybe that's just city pride, I guess. <laughs> yeah, because that's their only team. Yeah. They do I, talk a lot of junk, especially was, against the Lakers. Yeah. They also hate the Clippers. They also hate the Clippers. The, my enemy's enemy is my friend. So we can combine forces against common opponents. Yes. Blazer fans, Bla- Celtics fans. Yes, Blazer fans. We we are we are uh, Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger locking hands <laughs> in, that, in that picture. In the Predator <laughs> against Blazer fans, yep. against Celtic fans. Denver fans get a little froggy at times, too, but I'm always like, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 whatever. We'll allow them to be happy for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, who else Who else gets it? San Antonio fans can get a little a little chippy. I don't know any Spurs fans. Yeah, it's hard to find yeah. them. Yeah, they don't, they don't travel. Yeah. There's no Spurs fans in L.A. There's no Spurs bars. Yeah. They're no. all still in San Antonio. They're still in San Antonio. When you do see Spurs fans, you see them at Clipper games, but now they're mad at the Clippers because Kawhi is here. That's right. So Another reason. Yeah. Although he would have left, whether it was – they traded him to Toronto or not. It seems like he was heading out of San Antonio. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you, so if you, the Lakers are playing last night against Memphis, mm-hmm. you have any rooting interest? You're not a little bit curious to see the Lakers take a step backwards or you love LeBron enough that you're rooting for him? No, man. I have, I, I broke up with LeBron this year. Whoa. Yeah. When did that happen? There's this weird, uh, people like to call LeBron <laughs> fans bronsexuals. Uh huh. I went to conversion therapy. Really? You're no longer a bronsexual. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I, of course, as with conversion therapy, it always fails. Uh, it's not a real thing. Uh, but I am rooting against him this year. Interesting. For the first time since when? Since ever. Were you a LeBron stan in 2005? Wherever he go, I go. Interesting. Yeah. I rooting for the Cavs, him. rooting for, for the, the Heat. Ca- yep. All of those teams I rooted for. Came to L.A. rooting for the Lakers? No. Uh, well, in a way. Okay. Last year, I knew they weren't gonna be good. Was last last year was the first year? Has yep. been, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last so year was the first year. I 
It was the Laker kids with LeBron. I'll tell you this. I was happy that he had come. I was so excited. And then people started defacing the, the, the paintings. That's right. And The Kobe extremists. Yeah. All that type of stuff. And it, and it turned me because I was I cannot root for these. I cannot root for these people to win. Yeah. And so now I'm in a place of I, – I, last year I was in a place of if LeBron wins a ring, I will be happy. Because I want LeBron to win. Got it. Now <laughs> I'm in a place of I don't need LeBron to win a ring anymore. He's got his three. I think he's he's got his three. I think he's old. Like he's older now. <laughs> he I don't older. think he's ever going to win seven rings. Enough to like surpass Jordan. No. It ain't gonna never happen. People ain't gonna never give him the respect that he deserves. So why am I wasting my time? Fighting for that. So I'm going to root for my damn team. To you, that makes sense to me, but to you, LeBron has already surpassed Jordan. I, in my opinion, that's, that's just me. And that's your, what's your thesis on that? Why, why LeBron over MJ? I think LeBron is, uh, is the best basketball player we've ever seen. Got it. Just like in a vacuum, in, a in an va- empty gym, yes. this human does yes. everything better than everybody else. Yes. That's my logic. Including Michael Jordan. Yes. Now, Michael Jordan, I'm not trying to take nothing away from Michael Jordan. Is he your number two? He's my number two. Okay. He's my number two. Uh, well, he's in my top five. <laughs> Shaq my is my Rushmore. number two. He's okay. on my Mount Rushmore. Shaq, in my top five by position, Yep. I got AI at the one, Ooh. even though he played a lot of two. Yep. I got MJ at the two. Okay. LeBron at the three. Yep. Tim Duncan at the four and Shaq at the five. You like Tim Duncan? Yeah, I do. He's not too boring for you? No. He, I, th- I think he doesn't get the respect he deserves because he was quiet. Yeah. But he's like Kawhi to me. Uh, it's yeah. like they, they're very similar, robotic, like, it's weird and that, they get the job done. It's weird that Kawhi wanted to leave the Spurs then because Tim Duncan was a Spurs lifer. Yeah. It just seems like Kawhi would be that. He wants to be – I mean, he probably wishes he got drafted by the Clippers. <laughs> right. Think about that. Uh, but, yeah, I Michael Jordan, I don't want to take nothing away from him, but Michael Jordan was great in a different era. I think LeBron James has mastered every position in the game. Yeah, he's like a point guard in a center. Yeah, in the evolved era of the sport. Yeah. It's um, harder to be great now than it was in 1988. I feel that way. Yeah. Just because, and people say, oh, well, the defense, oh, well, this, oh, well, that. I, I, I argue those points. And I think that it's still very hard to play <laughs> this game today. Right. Especially when everybody on the court is so good. That's right. The worst player can get out there and, <laughs> and still be, like, have some sort of intangible. Like, the worst point guard on the court can just still be, like, the fastest person on the court. Yeah, you ever yeah. watch, like, a game from, like, 1985? You're like, whoa, that guy's starting. He doesn't really know how to play basketball. Thank you. <laughs> like, I'm like, Who's that guy is... with a mullet? That I... guy, like, can't – he can't even rebound. What was the guy's name on the Clippers? Uh, I mean, not on the Clippers, on the Celtics in the 80s that talked all that shit, D.B. Cooper or something. <laughs> he had, like, two initials, first name. And, uh, yeah, and I don't know. People will know who I'm talking about. Uh, I don't feel like Googling it. <laughs> but I'm like, why was the eight uh, car? Oh, ML, ML Carr. Carr. ML Carr. Yeah, who then became their coach. Yes. <laughs> he talked so much. And I did you watch I'm sure you watched Lakers Celtics 30 for 30, right? Oh uh, yes. It's very good. Yeah. And it that made me have an affinity. I went out and bought a Laker t shirt after that. Oh. I have a Kareem jersey. Okay. This is all good stuff. Yeah. This I can got, bond us. I got a Kareem jersey. I got I got the the shorts, the replica shorts. Great. Um, those are very cool. So you're not a Laker hater. I'm not a Laker hater. Yeah. I'm not a Laker hater. Because I have grown up in this city. And there is, like, something that you have to kind of respect about that team. Right. But Tradition and history. Yes. But the fans are so entitled and such assholes, I cannot. Root for the fans. Yeah. 
Uh, you played basketball in L.A. I did. High school basketball. High school basketball. Hamilton High School Yankees. Where is that? That's on Robertson and National. Okay. On uh, the west side. Did you ever play with professional basketball players or players who turned into pros? Yeah, Who did you play with? Uh, James Harden. Whoa. Uh, Russell Westbrook. Damn. Solomon Hill. Oh, from he's, yesterday's game, Solomon yesterday's Hill. Yesterday's game, Solomon Hill. Yeah. He got some threes last night. Yeah, he's still balling out. <laughs> uh, and did you know that these players would be NBA players or let alone all-stars MVPs by the time I was in high school hype had become a real thing so and you so, knew about James Harden you heard about him yeah we heard about him before because that that team was that like Artesia? that was Artesia High School out of Compton and they had the all-stars oh, also uh DeMar I played against DeMar wow um they had these other two these two other dudes one dude named Reynardo Sidney yep. who was like a six foot ten like center at the time but could shoot threes something that we hadn't really seen. Yeah. And what year was this? This is 07. Okay. It was my senior year, uh, 07. And also James's senior year. Yeah. And they had this other dude named Malik Story. So. What's Malik's story? He went to Indiana mm. out of Artesia. He was a class of 08. So he played one more year at Artesia, went to Indiana University. Indiana University. And I'd never heard anything else about him. So yeah, how does that happen? Him. Like high school all-stars either become NBA MVPs or players who just can't play basketball in college. Yeah. Is it just a passion thing where it's like, just because I'm 6'10 and can shoot threes doesn't mean I want to play eight hours a day and get better? Well, Reynardo Sidney, he was a 9 and he had like some big controversy surrounding him because he transferred out to Fairfax, which became like a big controversy because it's like, oh, so now you're telling me you moved from Compton all the way up to Fairfax and Melrose area? Which is what? Uh, Fairfax High School. Yeah. Like that. that's... One of the top high schools in L.A., basketball-wise, at least when I was in school. I haven't kept up with it, but Mm -hmm. it was always a powerhouse. Fairfax and Westchester were two powerhouse teams. They always had, like, almost – that's where where Solomon went. And that team had this dude named Chance Stanback, Chase Stanback, who was, like, really good my senior year, who went to UCLA. Was he as good as James Harden? Yeah. All these guys – it was, like, a weird, like – when you're in high school, everybody's kind of on the same level, and everybody can kind of play, like – I blocked James Harden's shot in my in that game. If James Harden was a ten, what were you out of ten? Oh my gosh, <laughs> negative six. <laughs> so he was he was noticeably better than you, but yeah. not noticeably noticeably better than somebody who didn't even play well in college. No, no, he was. Those guys were battling it out. Like it ain't like James was just throwing up eighty points on these dudes. Like right. no, when Fairfax did play against Artesia, we all went to that game. It was like they were balling. I think. <laughs> Fairfax may have won that game. <laughs> like it was, it, it it was this weird. Like players just got. I always wondered that too. Like, what was the attention that these guys got? Yeah. That why took did James them to Harden that became, next level? Why did he become who he became? Yeah, versus why, Chase Stanley or yeah, Chase Stanback, who was one of the top uh, top basketball players in California at the time. Yeah, and went to UCLA. Didn't see any playing time. Transferred to UNLV. I googled him a couple of years ago. He may have gone overseas <laughs> to play a little bit. But he was so – he was – we had known about him since freshman year. Yeah. Like, while we were all still on freshman and JV, he was on varsity at Fairfax. So Fairfax and Westchester – oh, Amir Johnson, he was a senior when My I was a sake. freshman. Yes. Yeah. Your name's sake. <laughs> he was a senior when I was a freshman. The year before that, Trevor Ariza was there. So we would go watch him when we were in middle school. And Ariza and Kawhi, weren't they like high school buds or in some way they were playing together or training together? Ariza's much older than Kawhi. Because Kawhi's a year younger than me, or maybe yeah. two years younger. I think than Kawhi you. was like when Ariza was already in the NBA. Like he would come back and train with him yeah, in college yeah. or something. I remember seeing Kawhi in tournament play and mm. seeing Paul George. We never really played against those teams out east. And, a little yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. That's 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 really far. But uh, I remember seeing them in like AAU tournaments and stuff. Wow, and they, they were good. Like 
Paul George was really good. He was super tall. Yeah, he's Kawhi like kind of hit or something. Yeah. Kawhi hit a growth spurt. Like he was like six five. Yeah. You know, high, it was high school basketball. Something. Like that. These guys were dunking. Were you dunking? I was. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was I was dunking. I was a pretty good three point shooter. Really? Um What's your NBA comp? You know what? Me and my friends were talking <laughs> about lefty. this. You're lefty. Yeah. Draymond Green. Oh. Here's why. Lefty because Draymond. I had to play big man at I'm taller you. Six two and a half. Okay. Yeah, six three <laughs> with shoes on. I M- Malik Rose style. Yeah. Undersized, basically. but playing bigger than his position. I had to. And my coach, who was a terrible basketball coach. Yeah. Uh, I look back on it and I still get mad at how bad. But I've talked about this with friends. I was go, high school basketball coaches really suck. Right, because they don't have to earn it. Yeah. Where do they come from? They were just ex players or something? Teachers. Yeah. My coach didn't play no basketball. He, a he was a Laker teacher. fan. <laughs> For Christ's sake. Yeah. He what was a he damn know? armchair quarterback. He was a Laker fan. He's he, a fucking blog boy. He would take us to Laker games. and we. Uh, he, he was has a podcast now, too. I know, probably. <laughs> Man, what the hell is going on out there? That's how he talked. He talked like, we would always joke how he talked like a 70s pimp. Because he would get mad at us. Shit, goddamn, baby. What the hell is y'all doing out here, baby? Goddamn. Now y'all need to get back on defense, Jack. Jack? Yeah. Is he Red Fox or yeah. something? <laughs> he's, he's the Mac. Uh, he's pretty Tony. Uh, but he, I used to be like, yo, coach, here I am, 6'3". I can shoot. I can, like, I was lean at that time. Like, oh. I, I, I can shoot. I can, you know, let me play small forward. Because we had a small – my my best friend Leonard, 6'6", six, 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 like 6'5 six, and a half, 6'6". Six, six. He was our center. Everybody else was about 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, so what happens when you're playing James Harden's team and he's 6'5", but also a point guard? He was like 6'3 and a half, 6'5". Got four. it. So you, yeah. you're not your fully formed height yet. No. He wasn't that much bigger than us. And he was kind of slow. He's a little bit, like, heavy. Interesting. Yeah. No and beard? No beard. No yet. beard. And – uh, also played against Kevin Love in that same tournament. Mm. He was big. 6'10". Yeah, he was a large dude. Thick. Mm-hmm. He can yeah. ass you out. Yeah. He, he, Nobody's he, getting a rebound on he Kevin He gave Love. my boy buckets. <laughs> buckets, buckets. <laughs> Two buckets. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost three. Yeah, but no, you, you play against these guys, and like we, we played so much basketball that it wasn't – we were never intimidated. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. Like, you just had to do your job. Some guys kind of surprised you when you got on the court and was like, oh, I – I can't guard this guy. Because he's just literally faster than me. Yeah. Or stronger. DeMar, for example. What was he like? He looks, he almost looks exactly the same as he did. I know he, I know it. it Mid-range it, it, to death. Yeah. And he just would jump over everybody. He Don't had the it. most bounce. And we played against guys. There was this kid that we used to call Ilgowskis. <laughs> but his name was uh, Sarunas something. He was like a European kid. He Lithuanian ended up going like guy. a lot. Yeah, Lithuanian guy. He, he, I think he was from Lithuania. Seven he, feet? No, no. He was like 6'4". Oh. He played at uni high school. He was really good. Is that in Santa Monica? Uh, like West L.A. Uh, same, like Barrington mm-hmm. in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. Le- yeah. LeBron's L.A. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he played over there and he went to like Lafayette or something. And then at Venice High School, they had a couple guys who my homie Noah Gottlieb, who was like really dope. He sounds Jewish. Uh, he was Jewish. Really? He was a baller, though. He was Jewish Noah. baller? Yeah, Noah was balling. In the mix? And, and Ethan Grush. I think Ethan was also Jewish. I don't want to. Just he's not, give it to me. Yeah. yeah. I'll take <laughs> yeah. it. Ethan was dope. That he, means he I was, was there. We all went to middle school together. That's how I knew these guys. We all went to Palms Middle School together. And these guys were like the best basketball players when we were in middle school. Were you an all star middle school? Like, how do you become a high school basketball player? Um, our middle school team went undefeated in the LA City like middle school tournament. Wow! And we 
we went undefeated and we won. We won out, won the championship, and then a lot of those guys went on to play at the area high schools. I had to go to Hamilton High School because it was a performing arts school. My mom made me go to a performing arts school. Wow, like to musical theater? Music, no, just instrumental music. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I music? played the saxophone. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's cool. And piano. So and, fast forward to today, do you watch these like high school like overtime Instagram clips? And you're like, Jesus Christ, these 14-year-olds are yeah. fucking throwing down. Yeah, I do watch those. I think as with <laughs> evolution, these kids are just so athletic now. I mean, do you watch like the brawny highlights? And yeah. You're like, this kid is in seventh, no, he's in ninth grade now. Yeah. Everybody's so skinny is yes. what I look at now. I think with the evolution, because you know, if you look in the NBA right now, everybody's super late. Yeah. Like, there's not like, even like, like think about the big centers, like Carl Anthony Towns or Joel. Like, they're still lean guys. Yes, yep, yep. Uh, Except for Jokic. Yeah, Jokic is, is pretty chubbed <laughs> up. He's chubbed up. Uh, Jokic got ass. But he, <laughs> th- the kids now are like, are like that. They're like these, like, everybody on the team is 6'5, 6'3, 6'5, and yeah. they just run. They and, dunk. Shoot, shoot threes and dunk. That's all are they, they do. Are they trying to make like mixtapes for Instagram? Or are they Probably. trying to like get recruited, drafted? I think that's like a big thing now. Is the, I think the, the Inst- I think Instagram has changed. Instagram's got to be horrible for all high school kids. Yeah. When you think about it. Because now these kids are trying to make these videos online. I Did you have that to an extent where I'm like, I got to get a tape to send to like colleges? Did you play in college? We had that. I played in college. I played Division Two. Did they send them uh, like a DVD of your highlight reel? or? Uh, I was on my friend's highlight reel who also played there. <laughs> So you send um, also, I, real, like, I just I'm called on this him. One too. I, I called him and said, "Like, hey man, I'm coming. Can I try out?" Oh, really? And he was like, "Yeah." Oh, okay. And where did you play? New Mexico Highlands. Well, yeah, D D two. And play is a strong word. <laughs> uh, so there were still ballers on that team. Yeah, a, a college that not necessarily everybody's ever heard of. Our best player was this dude named Stephen Shanks. He was a D one transfer. Oh, I see. He he played at University of Wisconsin Milwaukee. Last chance U style. Yes, like that. I think something had happened at UW Milwaukee. Yeah. And he was like, he couldn't go back to a D1. And he came to D2 and he averaged like 26 points a game. He it, was really good. We we were terrible. We went one and 26 that year. <laughs> uh, everybody got cut. And that was when I came back and started doing improv. Smart move. Yeah. But um, we, uh, he was really good. He was like, he actually got a pro look after, I think, uh, after. He graduated from college. He got a pro look. Oh, damn. It's funny to imagine, like, even, like, the guy who got cut from UW-Madison mm-hmm. or wherever, Green Bay, who has yeah. to transfer to a D2 school. Yeah. Still insanely good at basketball. Yeah. 26 points per game. Yeah. Got recruited. Uh, this game is is something else, man. <laughs> uh, so I was going to ask you about your opinions. We're in the basket chat. Again, shout out to the basket chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you fire off. You... You probably are the most contrarian person in there. <laughs> like everyone is like, you know, NBA Twitterati, Dragon KCP. You love KCP. I love it. Making fun of Dwight Howard. You love Dwight Howard. Yeah. So like what guides your love? Where do you why do you love those two players specifically and like players in general? It may be and no disrespect to anybody in the chat. No doubt. But it may be non-hoopers talking about hoopers say less <laughs> <laughs> that made me go like all right guys let's calm down like these guys aren't these guys are still professional athletes it's kcp's still getting paid yeah yeah he's fine but yeah. you can say that about any player in the nba they're all in the nba i also i think i'm contrarian when it comes to the laker stuff though because everybody who laker everybody who laker fans hate especially when they're on their team yeah it always feels from a place like i didn't like the way laker fans treated smush parker <laughs> got it i was like smush is dope like smush had smush Got buckets. Yeah. He, he he was, was a great Coast. dribbler. Yeah, he he and and Kobe kind of like ruined him mentally. That's right. 
And he's not the only person that <laughs> yeah. Kobe ruined mentally. Exactly. I think he ruins uh, Dwight mentally. That's right. So what, what makes you love KCP? What makes you love Dwight? I want. I just root. It's rooting for the underdog. Got I'm it. seeing these guys struggle, and I go. I want them to win. So okay. I want them to get something. Though. I want to see KCP because I've seen KCP score 28 points. Yeah. Like he did when before LeBron got there. That season before LeBron was there, and it the was, reason he was there. Yeah. <laughs> God sent. You know. <laughs> a favor. Yeah. Mana from heaven. Yeah. Uh, I like that though. I, I like those guys. Um, Clippers like Blake Griffin, Chris Paul. You love all those guys. Yeah. Austin Blake, Rivers? Everybody, I love Austin. Austin Rivers. Like, these are players that fans dislike yeah. actively. You love them. <laughs> he, Austin showed me his true heart when he balled against Portland with the with the messed up eye. Yeah, he had that that Steve Nash moment. Yeah. Where it was like the Band-Aid barely hanging on, blood yeah. trickling down. And Portland fans were talking so much shit that game, and then they ended up getting swept the next series or Yeah, something. they got hurt. No. No, they didn't get hurt. They're always The Clippers healthy. were hurt. The Clippers were We were bad and bruised. I don't even think we, I don't think we had any of our big three. Yeah, that's right. Chris Pollock broke his hand yeah. on like a freak play. Blake was already out for Blake the season. Blake was out, and DJ, I think, had just gotten hurt. Like so, at the end of the regular season or yeah. something. And Austin Rivers showed up, man. He had like 38 yeah. with with one eye. <laughs> he busted Dame's ass that game. So which players do you dislike? If you love Austin Rivers, KCP, Dwight Howard, Rajon Rondo, Steph Curry. I dislike Steph. I dislike Joel Embiid. <laughs> really? Yeah. What's wrong with these guys? Too cocky? Too good? Yeah, too cocky. I I, I think the thing about Steph, I don't, I don't like the – the turning around as soon as you release the ball. Mm. I don't like that. You don't like that move? Nah, nah. That you know was... it's going in. I'm going to look at the bench and yeah, shimmy if, down the court. Yeah, exactly. Backwards. Like, as soon as it's released. <laughs> as soon as it's released. Nah, dude, if I'm on defense, you're getting kicked in the spine. <laughs> like, I'm taking you down. I'm tripping over you, and I'm going to figure out a way. To I will say he has a very high uh, accuracy rate yeah. when it comes to those specific shots. Yeah, but that's what kind of stuff makes you mad. Because yeah. it goes like, he's probably going to make that after he's so... But then everybody will go like, oh, he's media's darling. Oh, we love him. And I'm like, shut up. Like, because you guys shit on LeBron so much. Yeah. And Steph is like, can do no wrong. And every time I hear people go, I don't like LeBron. He's too cocky. And then they, I go, who do you like? Steph. <laughs> like, so Steph's not cocky? Are you kidding me? Also, who's not cocky? Like, exactly. They're the professional NBA. athletes. Who's, who's humble? <laughs> exactly. Who's like, I feel bad about scoring. Yeah, who's actually good. following their three? No. Like, yeah. even, if, even if you're not turning and running away like Steph is, you're holding your hand up there and not moving. Yeah. Isn't well, that's that, the is that any better? <laughs> <laughs> that's the same thing. Joel, I don't like how much trash he talks. Talks and a lot of trash. And he cried. When Kawhi busted that ass, <laughs> he did cry, I, and I, I have no issues with men crying. That's right. You're like, not. You're not I'm, Draymond against Rudy Gobert. No, here. no, 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 no. I am not. I've no, men should cry. That's right. But if you done talked all that <laughs> shit all year, constantly talking, That's right. even during that series on the bench doing shit, <laughs> making gestures and all that type of stuff, and then you lose and you walk out of there crying. <laughs> oh no, sir. Me and you are done here. <laughs> We're done professionally. Yeah. <laughs> we are done. You're going to wipe those damn tears. Uh, fast forwarding to modern NBA, current games. Are you watching this year? I'm it's, watching this year. It's pretty crazy so far. I think that, that league pass thing is over today, right? Oh, the free league pass. Yeah, that was over yesterday. Are you so. going to have to get it? Are you on no, the I'm illegal streams? I'm, I'm, a watch. I'm not on the illegal streams. I don't do that because oh. I don't ever like the quality of them. Mm -hmm. But uh, I will watch the uh, whatever game's on. So we're three to four games deep. Mm -hmm. The big question is, like, which of these are just three to four games, small samples, statistical aberrations, and which ones are, like, promises of trends that could carry out throughout the year? For example, Warriors. 0-2, mm -hmm. oh now 1-2. and two. Are they as bad as they've looked? No. 
they'll be, they, they'll be fine. They'll, they're going to – I think the Warriors will finish with 40 games at least. So you think they'll still hover around 500? Yeah. Miss the playoffs probably? Probably miss the playoffs. After those first two games, after seeing how they – but those were also two emotional games. Yeah, that was against the Clippers. Yeah. First game at home. And Every, then at OKC. Yeah, everybody's going to be trying to get their revenge. That's right. Uh, I, I do like that aspect because I am rooting for their demise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, even when they won the other night, I was like, damn. Yeah. I would have loved to see them go, like, 0-8 before they won. Lakers-Warriors, you're rooting for the Warriors. Yes. Well, Lakers-Warriors? Yeah, yeah. Nah, man, I got to roll with LeBron. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, I got to rock with LeBron on that one. That's good to hear. Um, um, are the Suns this good? They're I think they're going to surprise people. Where, where did this come from? I have no idea. They were so terrible last year. I was watching highlights from that game because I missed it. They beat your Clippers. Yeah, they beat us. And The day after, uh, or the day before, they were putting up, like, points against Denver. They almost beat Denver in Denver. Yeah. They go home and they beat the Clippers. I think that those guys are young, and they're and Devin Booker's one of the better scorers in the league. He's, he was he's got to be top too. 10, top 15 scorer in the league. Yeah. And I, I think... Uh, shout out to him. He's from my hometown of Mississippi. His dad and my dad played against each other in high school. That's fun. Yeah, his his dad's my friends with my mom. They went to high school together. Oh, that's fun. And, it's, and it's, I believe it's his birthday today. Is it? According to Owen. Happy birthday, Devin Booker. <laughs> uh, 23. Don't bust on the Clippers like that no more. We're going to beat y'all. Dude's only 23. Yeah, him and Pat Beverly got into it. Yeah, that, that people love to see Pat, like, get a taste. But it's like, why are y'all so mad? Like, why do y'all love when other players do it and when – Pat don't, you know. Yeah, I'm but, I'm anti Pat Beverly this year. He's fine. He just chirps a lot for a guy that goes one of seven. <laughs> he don't trip. <laughs> he, I, listen, he said something very important on the Knuckleheads podcast. Where he was like, when they asked him, like, who's the first player? Who's the first player to bust your ass? <laughs> that's good. And he he was like, ain't nobody ever busted my ass. Yeah, that's not true. It ain't somebody but, busted but his ass. He said, Admit if you defeat. got fifty, if you got fifty points on me, you had to take fifty shots to do it. I bet I, I can look it up, or at least ask Owen to look it up. I bet that's not true. Well, KD was like, I mean, come on, Pat Bev is yeah, exactly. too small to like. But he is a nuisance. He, he is, is going to make it. I played against guys like Pat Bev. They are like, and they're assholes. They will, if, you're, if you're mentally weak, they will get in your head. You know who he reminds me of? Is Kadeem Hardison from White Man Can't Jump. Okay, yeah. Like the little noisy friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking like, so are much. we going to Sizzler? Like, come on, man. Like, he's never like the guy who's in the shooting contest. He's hyping him up, talking shit. Helping. He's like the guy who hangs out next to Kawhi. Yes. I tell you this. I like Pat Bev more than I like Marcus Smart. Yeah. Because I think there's some <laughs> there's some evil there. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I feel like Pat Bev is just just being like black Air Force energy. Just right. being like, I'm gonna get mine. I'm gonna get mine. <laughs> you think it's genuine. And yeah, I think it's genuine. And Marcus Smart is like, oh, I'm gonna get mine. <laughs> You're like, what the hell's Say going less. on behind those eyes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Say less. <laughs> uh, another early trend, Sacramento being god-awful. Are they the worst team in the NBA right now? I think so, and I was not expecting that. Right. I, would, they, I think I picked them in a wins pool like pretty early. Yeah, because I was 38 so ex- and a half. Yeah, I was so excited to see um, De'Aaron Fox in his third year. That's right. I've been rocking with Buddy since he came in the league because I hate to talk that older players can't like succeed in the NBA. Yeah, four-year players in college. They also they they won like forty games last year, trying to make like the second to third year leap. Yeah, and now there is it is it entirely a coaching thing? Are coaches that important? I think so. Is it Luke? Yeah, Luke's playing slow. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot on his mind. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if the Kings turn it around if they're just going to start tanking. I don't know. I think they should turn it around. They, they're too young to tank. Yeah, you tank, you get you get another pick, but then you got to get. There's no reason to keep Luke there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you just add another like. I think Phoenix is taking the place of what 
we thought Sacramento was going to be. They switched. They freaky Friday. Yeah. They did. Yeah. They, the bottom of the West freaky Friday at yeah. each other. They must have. I'm going to look to see if there was a game last year where they all ran into each other. Is Phoenix two and one? They are. I think two and two. Two and two. Yeah, but they lost to. They beat Utah the other day. Or lost to Utah by like one or two. Yeah. Their games that they lose are very close and very competitive. I mean, I I think they've been bad for so long that people are just writing them off. But when you look at their roster, you go, eh, it's kind of a solid roster. Yeah, and Aiton's not even playing, and Rubio wasn't even playing when they beat the Clippers. Yeah. Did you watch that game? The I didn't Clippers watch it. Game? I just watched highlights. Our defense was absolute god-awful atrocious. It is interesting because the Clippers pride themselves on playing hard every night. You look yeah. at Trez, he's always sweaty. Yeah. Beverly's <laughs> always barking. Kawhi, obviously, yeah. plays world-class D. That night, they did not. Uh, <laughs> it was not world-class. It was coach. It was. I wonder, is there any semblance of Kawhi looking like, wait, Lou Will, you're not playing defense. And everyone's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you, know saw, the, Will, you right? saw the clip. Yeah, and he yeah. was like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> Kyle night- Lowry didn't give up <laughs> yeah. this easily. It was the night before Lou Will, Lou Will's birthday. So he probably hung uh, out. I went to his birthday party a couple weeks ago. How did that happen? Uh, I am friends with his publicist. Oh, that's a good end. Yeah, she likes my improv. Wow. She likes my improv style. <laughs> and uh, she was like, you want to come to the party? I was like, hell yeah. Like costume, costume party? Yeah, costume party. Wow. I dressed up as uh, Jackie Robinson. Very modern Jackie Robinson. A lot of jewelry wearing Jackie Robinson. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, flashy Robinson. Flashy Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you see uh, there? Did you talk to any players? Didn't talk to any players. Well, me and, me and Derek Walton Jr. had a moment. Derek Walton Jr.? Yeah, he's uh, like a point guard. Got he, it. Real small guy. He was dressed as Ezekiel Elliott. That's and he, good. And I was standing by the door. Do you have a bowl of cereal? Huh? Did he have a bowl of cereal? Yeah, he was eating <laughs> the whole time. Uh, I was standing by the door, and he walked out right as, like, Lou's entourage was pulling up. Wow. And he looked at me and go, damn, they rolling deep. And I was like, Haha, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a conversation I just had with Derek Walton Jr. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, everybody, Trez walked in just wearing a cloak. Yeah, does he and, have um, to dress up? <laughs> well, everybody else was dressed, like, the, the, a lot of the players were dressed really cool. Oh, that's cool. Paul George was dressed as the Night King. I saw that. Uh, Lou was dressed as Michael Jackson's Thriller Zombie. I'm going to guess Kawhi didn't show up. Kawhi was not there. <laughs> I also didn't see Pat Beverly there. Interesting. Yeah, I thought he would have been at the party. Doc Rivers? Doc Rivers was not there. <laughs> uh, but he, uh, Magruder was, uh, like, Roddy Magruder was there. It's nice that you two... recognize Magruder. Yeah, You're a he, real fan. Oh, yeah. I don't think I, would, I could pick Magruder out. Zubas was there. Oh, yeah. I can I can see Zoo. Yeah, yeah. He was, he's the largest human you'll ever see. <laughs> he's like, like a true seven feet. Yeah, true seven feet. Barefoot like, seven foot. Yeah. Oh yeah, and huge bare feet. Yeah. Like his feet are so large. <laughs> um, everybody like Terrence Mann and Kevin Gale were there. They were dressed up. That's like, fun. That's nice. Patrick Patrick Patterson was dressed up. And Lou Will showed up fashionably late to his own party. Yeah, he was. He he arrived at like midnight. Nice. Yeah, because we pulled up pretty late because I had a show. We pulled up at like eleven forty five. Oh. And we were there for like 15, 20 minutes before Lou even showed up. That's awesome. And uh, it was great. It was, a, it was a very intimate space. Wow. Where so was it, it? His house? No, nah, it was downtown and like a warehouse. Got it. And they de- they decorated and everything. Nice. Had like caterers there with some food and stuff. It was very intimate. So you were right there in the mix. Yeah. But you still knew you were not in the mix. <laughs> still, know? there's a class system to these NBA parties. Yeah. It, it, it definitely, it's like when we go to comedy parties and you see, like, if it's like, like Eric Andre always has a big birthday party. You ever go to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you go to that and you <laughs> see, like, oh, that's. Reggie that's, Watts. Yeah, Reggie Watts. That's that person. That's a, oh, Guy Branham. Like, it's always, <laughs> like you, you see all these people, and you, but you're kind of in the mix, too. Yeah, like, you're at, there. Yes. You're not at talking. At this party, there was, like, 
there was a VIP area with the Clippers and Got their it. girls and maybe like a couple like close other like maybe a couple Lakers were there I, that I didn't recognize. Does Lou Will still have two girlfriends? Uh, I think so. That's cool. Yeah, he's getting girlfriend girlfriends. Yeah, <laughs> two, of, two of them. Uh, oh, you got girlfriend girlfriends. <laughs> uh, and there, then there was like it was like a strawberry shortcake roll where it was like the Lakers. Yep. I mean the Clippers were in the middle, and then like a layer of girls, <laughs> and then like a layer of dudes <laughs> who were like adjacent to basketball. So probably like some G leaguers, some guys who used to play in the league, That's some guys right. who played college with these dudes. You, you could still tell these random six six dudes. Who were not in the NBA. Was like, Guys that get looks at airports, but you, yes. they're not anybody. Yeah. And then another layer of girl. <laughs> and then us. <laughs> the stratosphere. And, yeah. So, like, at a comedy party, we'd be in that guys who get looks at the airport yeah. range, you know? Like, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, kind of. Yeah, like, I know y'all here for <laughs> for them, but I mean, you know me. You, uh, oh, you the guy. I was the in podcast. that video with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was in that, you know, you recognize me for that video, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we played college comedy together. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but in a basketball environment. Well, I'm not even in the I'm not even in the ecosystem. At the back, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm was, on the outside. It was I'm getting good texts from you in the basket yeah, chat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm the one that's at the party texting like, "Oh my god, look who just walked in." <laughs> Trez got on a cloak. <laughs> Help! I'm yeah. feeling insecure. <laughs> I, well, I, I I gave a head nod to Trez, and he 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 nodded back. That's he's cool. a, he's a big intimidating dude though. Uh, where can people listen to more of you? Well, you can listen to me on the flagrant ones. It's a Patreon, so you're going to have to spend that bread. <laughs> Go ahead, throw me that five bucks for every month. I need it. I need the money. I have a shoe uh, I shoe fetish. I have a shoe problem. I, ha- I have to keep buying shoes with your podcast money. Uh, you're on the I'm, Goat app? Uh-huh. Are you on the Goat app? No, nah, I, I do StockX. Okay. I like it. it. Goat takes too long. Yeah, yeah. Goat will take like two months. <laughs> StockX gives you three weeks. Um, yeah, flagrant other, ones? Flagrant ones. Other than that, you'll hear me on Comedy Bang Bang and... Other random musings yeah, in the you, podcast world. If you listen to this show, you're on the inner circle of the comedy podcast world. Yes. If this is a comedy basketball podcast party, yeah. you're the Lou Will. I'm covered in <laughs> strawberry jelly at that party. I'm right in the middle. Uh, also, you catch me at UCB uh, every Sunday night at 9.30 p.m. with uh, Shitty Jobs. Oh, great. And Ass Cat and oh, yeah. uh, my team White Women. Good work. Yeah. Busy guy. Busy guy. Thanks for coming by and uh, spending some of the minutes here. Very fun. Go Clippers. Woo! (laughs) We'll be back next week. Later, everybody. That was a HeadGum Podcast.